0: Hello Fervent family, good day and welcome again to another podcast. My name is Faith Ahira and today we'll be delving into another biblical doctrine as we've been studying. So today we'll be talking about repentance. Repentance. So I'll start by saying that repentance is first a precursor to salvation and then it is a way of maintaining our salvation. It is, first of all, a pathway to gaining salvation, and secondly, it is a way of maintaining our salvation. And I'm going to explain these concepts. First, there has to be a godly acknowledgement of sin, and then there has to be a desire to transition into a new life in the same vein whenever we hear we can and we should easily bounce back onto salvation street by genuine repentance so i call repentance a godly you know i call repentance a, a godly acknowledgement you know an acknowledgement a knowing because sometimes repentance can be carnal <laughs> yes repentance might be ungodly there's a scripture that talks about that. But a godly one works out change in us. That's how you know a godly repentance. It works out change in us. It is being remorseful in such a way that we seek out and actually take the best way out, which is repenting of our sins and asking for God's mercy and forgiveness, and then making a firm decision with determination never to go back into such sins. So godly repentance will make us remember the sacrifices of Jesus on the cross and no want to nail him to that cross again. If you look at the Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 10 from the the passion translation. You know, God it, it says that God the horse feel remorse over sin in order to produce repentance that leads to victory this leaves us with no regrets but the sorrow of the world works death so there's a sorrow of the world and (laughs) that's not the kind of sorrow that we should aim for sorrow in this sense is talking about that knowing that acknowledgement of wrong of sin So the one of the world would either make a person flaky in the sense that they will just feel bad and it ends there. Like their conscience is not pricking them enough to want to do something about how they feel. But they just let it go. Or some even go as far as getting depressed, looking for answers in, in, in the wrong places. Or going ahead to commit suicide, you know, killing themselves. Meanwhile, the, the God kind of repentance is simple. Yes, everyone feels remorse over sin, but to have a godly kind of repentance, you would that remorse will lead you to victory, and it won't leave you with any form of regrets. It will lead you to victory, it will lead you to salvation, it will lead you to coming back to christ that is what godly repentance does so i would like us to go back to that second corinthians 7 verse 10 and meditate on it in different versions and translations of the scriptures so an easy way to come to repentance vocationally is when we are sober and reflective on our lives it's possible to not be remorseful it's possible to not be repentant at times and that's possible when you don't live a life of constant reflection the scriptures admonishes us to be sober and vigilant in 1st Peter chapter 1 verse 8 it starts with be sober and vigilant you know soberness here is not being moody or being in the but it is being in that place of reflection over our lives and not just being overly playful or unthoughtful you know, but being able to gauge ourselves per time, sometimes before you sleep, sometimes at least once in a week, just reflects back how have you been living your life? Are you still in the faith? You know, so this soberness is being aware. It helps us to be aware of the cunningness or the deception of the devil per time. It will bring to your mind what you know the patterns that you've been going through you know the kind of things you've been doing the kind of things you've been saying and if you've been opening doors to the enemy in any way so this soberness is what would help you think about that and you know understand what's going on in your life yeah so this kind of soberness also leads to repentance and it's not only from sins, but also from lack of discernment. You know, some things are not actually sin. They are the, when, when you're supposed to know something by the Spirit of God, but you've not been sensitive enough, you've not been paying, paying attention, And it's not like a sin per se, but it's also wrong. So being sober will help you to know if, if you've lacked discernment, if you have been unbelieving. You know if you have lacked total submission to god and other things like that especially if we've been in that unhealthy space as a child of god for for a, for a while for a period of time so this way we would need to live a life of constant repentance and learn the act of staying on track with god and that would mean growth for us when we finally come out of that space of doing things or acting in such a way that we feel guilt occasionally and needing to ask god for forgiveness over and over again we are finally growing as sons of god and heirs of christ you know you could live in such a way whereby every like every day you are having something to ask god to forgive you for that is also not a way to live so in as much as it's important for us to be sober by, by time in as much as it's it's very important very key for us to be repentant when you have been wrong we should not live as christians as someone who always does things that would make you feel guilty no if you understand your position your identity in christ after salvation as a child of god you will know that you don't have to fall back into those things you don't have to go back you have already received grace you now have a new identity you are marked onto good works unto righteousness you have received the gift of righteousness so you are not supposed to be in that space where your holy is needing to beg god for forgiveness and all you have to come out of that space by growing in god but one thing is you have to also still remain sober as much as possible. Yes, reflecting over your life as much as possible to be sure you're still in the faith. So we are becoming stable in our ways as a characteristic of a spiritual adult when we are able to come into that space of having more peace and less guilt with God. Again, when we are constantly analyzing and reflecting on our walk with God, we discover that repentance isn't only for unbelievers in this context. So for salvation, repentance comes ahead as it is the point where we renounce our old ways. But in going forward with our new life as children of God, we should be quick to repent whenever we go wrong as well. So, in handing, I would just list a few Reasons why we repent So if you've not thought about it before these are reasons why we have to constantly be repentant especially when we know we've been We've not been on track So one reason is to receive the gift of salvation, which is the first one If you have not before if you have not been saved before the first reason why you repent and take the you know the the sinner's prayers is to receive the gift of salvation there must be and this is the knowledge of our need for salvation there must be a need for salvation and that knowledge that knowing of our need for salvation is a reason why we repent when you know that I need Christ when you know that i want christ i now desire to live in christ i want a new life when you realize that you have been in darkness and you want to come into the life or into the light of god you know that you need to repent first that's repentance knowing knowing that knowledge that i have to come out of this space that understanding that consciousness that i need to come out of this space into this other space that is repentance. So another reason is to rebuke the voice of the accuser. We have to constantly repent to rebuke. Yeah, sorry about that. So, um, like I was saying, we repent to rebuke that voice of the accuser because even after you repent, sometimes the enemy would want to make you continue to feel guilty. But you now have that confidence that, no, I've made right with God, I've repented, and now you're able to shut the devil up with power and authority, and he's going to hear your voice. He's going to hear you when you shut him up because you've done the right thing by repenting. So another reason is to come out of guilt and self-condemnation. You have to come out of that space of self-condemnation and guilt and the way to easily snap out of it is by repenting another reason is to get back on track with god so naturally when you have come out of that space of guilt and self-condemnation the next thing is to be is that you're back on track with god if you feel like it or not you you don't have to allow your your feelings determine anything at this point you are already back on track with god you can start relating with him again as your loving father. He never stopped loving you. That is what we need to understand as children of God. Even when we hear, even when we go wrong, Christ never stopped loving us. God never stops loving us. He never stops loving us. So when we have repented, there is no reason to keep wallowing in any form of guilt. You have to snap out of it and get back on track with God. To be able to approach God with boldness is another reason. You know, that confidence. The Bible says in Hebrews that you come before him with that bold and confident heart to receive grace and mercy. You have to come to God with boldness as a child of God. So to approach God with boldness, you have to be repentance if you have gone wrong and finally to have the joy of our salvation restored to us so you would agree with me that if you know if you've done wrong if you feel bad there's no joy in it there's no joy but when you have repented when you have you you have that godly repentance your joy is restored you don't know how it comes but it comes back your joy comes back Your joy is restored to you. So I would like you to add to this list. I would want you to think about the, you know, what happens after you repent. The goodness that comes out of it. And appreciate God for that. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye.